y'all for tuning in this is the second episode i got lab in here with me that's right that's right that's uh-huh. right as always yes, as always hey i go by sharpshooter aka dose that's right we about to dish out some medicine for y'all today okay now we're gonna start off obviously everybody know what happened over the weekend right so i'm gonna throw three of them up okay i think y'all know what that means <laughs> Three for my man, my homie. Three, three, um, that look—that's greatness that we witnessing right here. Okay, okay, you know what I'm okay. Saying? So, uh, three, up. three, three, three. <laughs> like I was telling Lab, you know what I'm saying? Before we were going live, man, I got the opportunity to see his pops play for Chicago, whooping up on uh, them Braves. Oh. So you know, I've been following uh Young Pat since Texas Tech. So. It's good to see, good to see great things happening with well, So you one of them true and faithful fans. Of course, you of course, course, of course. Of the, before the money came, hey. you, was a, you was a fan. Hey. You, you already knew he was destined for greatness, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I rock with his cousin. His cousin like like my brother from another. So you know what I'm saying? He right. basically extended fam. Right, right, right. Uh, I had to try to bring a autographed jersey one day if I can. Might have to pay for that one, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, he gonna, he gonna make, he gonna, he gonna make it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. gonna make it happen. So, so what's going on with you this week? Okay, what's going on? Well, actually, man, this weekend, um, I did a little bit of recording. Finally okay. dropped that MK Ultra song that I wanted to do, so I got that getting mixed down. Okay. Uh, you know, I showed up at a little Super Bowl party and whatnot to create some content. Okay. You know, I Let have... Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. When you go in the studio as an artist, because uh-huh. I don't think a lot of people know, well, it's only your second show, so they'll uh-huh. get to know you as you go along. Uh-huh. As... How long do you usually stay in the studio? What what do oh, you usually write the songs first, then go, or do you have to hit the beat then write the song? How do you how do you formulate your plan as to what your song is going to be? Okay, so it just depends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on the situation. It depends on the time frame. Um, but most of the time, if I secure a studio session, I'm in there for about like five hours or something similar to that uh-huh. um to get more bang for your buck uh i usually have the producer email me something so i'm sleeping with the beats and i already got the concepts together when i get there okay 
Um, if it's something like, you know, I'm there and the producer just pull up a beat that I hadn't heard before and be like, hey, shooter, man, like, check this out. This dope right here or something. You know, let me let me get a hot 16 or something, you know, then we work with it from there. You know, I can right. on the spot write or I might freestyle a little bit, go mm -hmm. back, freestyle again, whatever. Whatever it takes to get it done. So do, do you find that your process saves time? Because, you know, sometimes uh -huh. artists... I know we've interviewed hundreds, maybe thousands of indie artists. They're trying to. They sometimes they try to find the quickest way mm -hmm. to not waste a lot of time in the mm -hmm. studio. Mm -hmm. So, if, like, if they have a two-hour block, mm -hmm. they want to maximize that two-hour mm -hmm. block mm -hmm. as to mm -hmm. not for one, not to go over, mm -hmm. and for mm -hmm. two, mm -hmm. <laughs> not to go over. <laughs> um, it's funny you mention that because I'm kind of getting to those crossroads too. Because when you're paying for time, you know what I'm saying. You want to maximize and get first of all the best quality. Right. So what you don't want to do is have so many songs scattered about that they not mixed down and mastered, and you need to either add something here or there to it because you're gonna have to pay to pull that back up. Okay. So I would suggest someone who might have two hours. You get in there and you just focus on that one song that you want to focus on. Okay. If you know it already, get in there and lay it down. You know, as quick as possible, but don't rush nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? I try to get the best sound. So once you lay that down, then spend the rest of that time trying to mix it down. If uh, your session time is up before you got the proper sound that you want, then double back the next time with that. Maybe take an hour and lay a verse and use the, that second hour um, to, to clean that up. But mm -hmm. you do something new within that first hour. Mm -hmm. And then, you know. That's how you're getting two birds with one stone. Okay. And since I'm not, and I'm just the last question I'm asked, since mm -hmm. I'm not uh, an artist. Hey man, you can ask away. <laughs> Trust me. But since I'm not an artist, uh -huh. uh, do you use the that time to get it mixed and mastered too, or that's a separate time? For, okay. Because most, some indie artists don't know that they, uh -huh. what they don't really realize that sometimes, now I'm mm -hmm. not going to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to say 95% of them do know. Mm -hmm. But once you get in there, that they don't really know that the mixing and master may not be included. Okay, I was just going to say, it all depends on the relationship that you have with your producer and your engineer and, and who you're dealing with. Uh -huh. um, but what you have to understand is most of the time they're going to have a package anyway. Okay. They have their standard hours, set rates, they got, mm -hmm. and it's separate. Okay. But when you're dealing with someone like me that might, you know what I'm saying, got have a good relationship going on and you break a lot of bread with them and you do it consistently, then it's like, hey, um, you've been paid for time can you just clean this song up for me while we're here? Right. And then they're not going to mind because it's like, okay, well, I'm not using this time that he paid money for to create something totally new. So I just finish this out. Sometimes right. they actually prefer that. They'd be like, hey, shoot him out. You just, I'm, I got a groove on this mm -hmm. one. I already got to bounce it down and tweak it a little bit anyway for you to go home and listen to it. Why don't you just let me dig into it real quick and, and make it fly? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Then, okay, cool. So with that one, that's something I can go and either try to press up or master it or mm -hmm. let people hear that one, you know? Okay. And and, mm -hmm. and this is going to go into our topic that we're going to talk about today. Uh -huh. What you said, building, what kind of relationships? I think indie artists, and you can speak on this later on down the line, need uh -huh. to know the importance of building relationships. Building, yeah. being it the producer, the engineer, mm -hmm. the DJ, mm -hmm. the whoever it may be within that network mm -hmm. that may get be able to push your song a little further. Because I don't think a lot of new artists understands the importance of a physical in-your-face type of networking relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. social media pretty much makes them think that they already have that relationship, but sometimes being in the face of that person, talking to that person, physically meeting that person gives them a better understanding of who you are as an artist mm -hmm. more than social media does. The best advice I can give on that is 
respect what a person does first and foremost um they don't have to do anything for you for free mm-hmm. and most of the time they aren't because i mean it's a service right also you don't know what they're going through financially you don't know who's depending on them just because they're in a situation to make something happen with their art doesn't mm-hmm. mean that their time and, and the energy that they're putting into it um, isn't isn't worth some compensation. Okay. Once you develop that back and forth or some compensation going on, and uh, I appreciate this and that, then people will give and take. They're gonna be a little bit lenient because they understand. Hey, man, you you're trying to bankroll something. You're investing in yourself, but within you investing in yourself, I'm benefiting as well. Mm-hmm. So of course they're gonna want to keep you around. Of right. course you're gonna get that a lot of time that you need, and they're gonna be understanding that every time you might not be able to get that five hour slot. You right. Only be able to afford or two hours right. or an hour or something but they still gonna put the same care or quality that they would in it when you try to lowball people and do things for free all the time you you just might get that lowball product okay or product no product at all okay because I, I know a lot of people say the price is the price you're like mm-hmm. and pe- they'll try to talk you down you know mm-hmm. a lot of artists don't feel like they need to pay for anything mm-hmm. that it's uh i'm the artist you know what i'm saying this is an opportunity for you and me of course it is but you know, I got $50,000 worth of gear I got to pay for. I got exactly. a space I'm renting out. Mm-hmm. I got insurance I got to pay for. So mm-hmm. there's things that mm-hmm. a lot maybe artists don't necessarily see as a problem, mm-hmm. but the, it, it becomes an, it becomes a problem. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm gracious. And we'll shed light on that more as okay. we go down the line. We mm-hmm. don't want to get too much into that. Okay. But you were talking about relationships. So what's our topics about today? Okay, so the topics is about relationships, but we're talking couple-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's basically, you know, what I've been noticing is a lot of people have been either complaining or saying, like, there's no good men out there. Or we have women that's proud or, or, or trying to settle for being side chicks as if, like, that's something a good woman or that, that's something to shoot for and strive for. Yeah. Um, a lot of times you'll see posts that are trending. And it's just basically saying what someone would or wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. But you don't have insightful conversations as to maybe why you chose this person or or you or what actually attracts you to this person there's different laws i would say to the attraction um one of them that i'm touching on is like physical attraction right i mean uh, we all know that there are people out there that we physically attracted to right right but just because you physically attracted to them doesn't mean that they have habits or that doesn't mean that y'all are you know compatible mm-hmm. um if you strictly basing it off of the looks then i mean Sometimes you might feel awkward actually after y'all are intimate, Mm -hmm. you know, because you haven't taken the time to know that person, taking the time to talk to them, figure out their likes, what makes them comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, what makes them lean and yearn more towards you. Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So, um, and I guess you're going to be speaking more as you say couples wise. Uh Uh-huh. Since I was I was married for twenty five years, mm-hmm. but you're speaking more of on the dating scene because you're single, right? Yeah, I'm single. But have you been married? Uh, no, I have. That's the first question somebody go ask. Exactly. How, what you it, know about relationships? You been married for? Now, so here's the thing. Um, that's why. Um, the only way this can apply to married people and single people is the perspective that I'm taking on it. Okay. Like 
anyone can take this and build from it and learn from it mm -hmm. because technically you can use some of these same qualities or properties that I'm talking about and apply them to your relationship with, with a brother. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you take the intimacy out of it, or you take, you know, your relationship with family members. Okay. Okay. Um, clearly we're not talking about something physical, but uh, um, as far as spirituality, okay. some people are in relationships based off of church. Mm -hmm. or their religion mm -hmm. religious background you know they're going to church trying to find someone or or they want to be hooked up through like the mosque or mm -hmm. you know just settings like that going to christian networking and, mm -hmm. and, and things and um okay so you have that in common mm -hmm. but it what else do you have in common right um just because if that goes away <laughs> exactly. what's, what's left you know or sometimes as you get older or more mature or just because you start out with a particular religious background and belief doesn't mean that you may die with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because as long as you, you, you have that particular higher energy source that, that you're gravitating to, mm -hmm. you know, the books are just there as like a recipe or directions and instruction. Mm -hmm. um, but mainly the person that you're with, uh, are you with them for, men for their mentality? Right. Um, and when I say mentality, like, are y'all compatible? Do you agree on a lot of things? Or you can look at it, the mentality meaning what is their intent or the perspective? What do they think of you? Or, mm -hmm. or, or what do they plan on getting out of you? Right. As a person who was married for 25 years and mm -hmm. grew up, me and my wife got married at a very young age. Um, we kind of grew up together in the marriage, mm -hmm. going to college and raising children. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned is, even though we started out in the, in the relationship kind of yoked a little bit as we grew older and grew um got more experiences mm -hmm. we grew apart you get mm -hmm. what i'm saying mm -hmm. so what happened with us is you know once we got to a certain age once my wife got to a certain age and i guess rightfully so i didn't feel this way she felt like she was missing out on she had missed out on a lot of things being married so young and having children uh -huh. so even though you may be yoked at the beginning Sometimes life experiences can make you separate and go and, and divide, not on anything in particular, mm -hmm. but just on the fact that you've been married so long and you feel like you haven't experienced anything. Mm -hmm. So that's what I experience when it comes to relationships and us being married is that even though we grew up in the marriage and we kind of liked certain things alike because we grew up liking them mm -hmm. um, as an 18 and 17 year old, we mm -hmm. grew up liking them. And we moved for, you know, trying to raise children and all those things. We liked a lot of things alike. But as we crossed that threshold into 30 years old, 35 years old, those things kind of separated. She started liking this more and I started liking that more. And we mm -hmm. kind of just separated and, and divided on our on our separate ways. Um, mm -hmm. So that's just something that I'm speaking on on my behalf as far as being in a relationship for a very long time as a married couple. Mm -hmm. So those things can happen, too. That's kind of like what I try to talk to my daughter about when she does bring up relationships and things. And that's where the mentality part comes in. And I'm like, well, mentally, are you ready for this? Is, is, is with the age that you're in, you know, uh -huh. uh, you got to understand, like, that's why I would definitely encourage her to date as opposed to try to marry someone at this particular age. Because I'm like, man, you're this young. 
and you've yet to grow into what you like about yourself and what you have going on with you. Right. And you're willing to do that with someone else. You see what I'm saying? Right. For a, a duration of your life. That's a big commitment. I think that if I, and you're telling your daughter, right, for as far as what I see, what mm -hmm. I experience, mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. my own experience. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I think you're telling your daughter, right, because if I had been able, if I had done it differently, I would have been out in the world a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I would have dated a little bit more people, mm -hmm. experienced a little bit more things, mm -hmm. and then maybe got married a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, that's neither here nor there, but mm -hmm. I think that you should experience some things mm -hmm. before you settle down because... At 18, 17 years old, we really didn't know what we liked. Exactly. We knew what we had to do because we had we were having children. Mm -hmm. We had a, a son on the way, mm -hmm. but we necessarily didn't know what we liked. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We didn't know. I didn't know what I liked as mm -hmm. that. You know, I'm mm -hmm. I'm set, I'm 18. I'm my you know I'm a junior in college at this point. So exactly. You know, I didn't know what I necessarily liked. I knew what I had to do mm -hmm. as far as taking care of my wife and my children. But as far as liking that, and I experienced that once I got divorced that I didn't know what I like. I didn't know me. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, because mm -hmm. all my energy and all my time was spent making sure that my wife and my children were good and uh -huh. what they liked and what they were happy with and not necessarily myself. And maybe my wife felt the same way. My ex-wife felt the same way. And maybe not. She didn't know who she was. And that's all well and good. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? But I think you're telling your daughter exactly right. She needs to experience some things first. Exactly. Um, because mainly at that age, what I liked was the little bit of freedom I had to actually get out there and, and date and mm -hmm. be with people. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like if I like that, it, that was my thing to do. So it, it's kind of like taking that vibe and that freedom away to just stick with one particular person, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, and I'm not even experienced in the world just yet. Right. So a lot of times that can cause prejudgment. On between both of you guys, wherein you like, well, that's when you're calling somebody, might, well, you made a dumb decision. Mm -hmm. And clearly it was because I'm young. Right. You see what I'm saying? But when you're young, you don't look at it as like that because that's your own world. Right. So you're like, hey, you calling dumb. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. think you on point. And now that I look back years later, I'm like, well, she really was right about that situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I was too immature. Right. Um, what I've been learning now because I've been around long enough is sometimes my my taste is changing because I'm adapting. Right. You know, um, what I won't do is lessen my standards for ratchetness. You know what <laughs> right, I'm saying? Right, but, right, right, right. Um, right. I'll take a work in progress. Right. Because to me, I'm always in progress. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to hinder your progress if right. you connect with me. Because uh -huh. I got enough traits that's strong enough to build with you to enhance both of us. Right. So, but, yeah, I mean, those are the lessons, like I say, that I'm dropping on my daughter as of now. But a lot of the times I, she's been able to see my parents mm -hmm. and, and her mother's parents because, you know, they're still married. So do you think experiences within the family, within the family dynamic helps to guide and mold and, and 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 maybe teach a younger a child a relationship even even if it's a good relationship or a bad relationship let's let's think of it that way we're not necessarily yeah. just talking about mm -hmm. good relationships mm -hmm. we're talking about bad relationships mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. do you think those things can mold and teach a child bad or good mm -hmm. about relationships so no relationship is perfect and yeah, they really actually do need to see a bad relationship. But when I say a bad relationship, I don't mean unbearable and a torturous relationship. 
you know, I mean, something that's going to scar them because it's mm -hmm. been physically bad. I just mean bad, meaning like some disagreements, it didn't go your way. Eh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't necessarily hate, buddy, but you ain't going to speak highly mm -hmm. of it. Just let it be. Um, and she's experienced some of those. Mm -hmm. But it was also good for her to see me maybe go through a relationship that wasn't necessarily good or her mom go through it. Mm -hmm. Because with that, it's, uh, she would understand, one, how we respond how we bounce back right off, you know also how patient we are in between mm -hmm. breakups mm -hmm. um the next person i bring into the picture does it look like i've made you know an, an, an advancement right. have i upgraded or right. have i have i learned my lesson or am i getting somebody that looks like they're doing the same thing or worse you mm -hmm. know and believe it or not man you know my daughter can sense those things and i actually tap into it mm -hmm. i'm like hey what you think you know what i'm saying uh, i met this young lady right here or whatever and if i tell her some things like once where'd you meet her dad you mm -hmm. know and those are good questions because that's what i would ask her right right um, which and i think I, that's uh -huh. very important Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm, you doing mm -hmm. that, what you're doing, and discussing these things with her mm -hmm. is very important because we don't realize how much daughters love their dads. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. a lot of times, if you're a great dad, your daughter is going to look for a guy who's as great as you. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Because you influenced her in a certain way to where they was, she was like, well, even though my mom and dad wasn't together, my dad mm -hmm. didn't treat my mama like that. Mm -hmm. or like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She'll know what to walk away from, I, I mm -hmm. believe. Mm -hmm. That's just my that's just my opinion. I mm -hmm. could be wrong, but I think that's just my opinion. If you show her that love and how you treat her mom, mm -hmm. it shows her how she should be treated. Well, I made sure that I didn't show any signs of disrespect for her mm -hmm. mom, even mm -hmm. though... You know, at, at one point we weren't really on speaking terms, mm -hmm. but it would always be cordial. Right. You know, um, and it got to the point wherein she trusted, my daughter trusted her own judgments because we trusted her. Mm -hmm. So it's like the mother was like, well, you old enough to talk to your dad and, you know, right. we raised you right. So I, what do I really need to, I don't have to throw any flags on any plays by how he, what he's saying to, for you to do right and he i'm not throwing any flags on any of her plays mm -hmm. um if my daughter did tell me something that the mother did to her that i didn't like and she told me in confidence i didn't mention it right right you know right. what i'm saying because i'm like well hey um i'm still a guardian too so you good mm -hmm. you know um i i think the mother did a wonderful job right. so i'm cool with it you know i, I and, and you touched on something that i think is very important mm-hmm even though my relationship with my wife ended on bad terms because of a cheating incident, um, on her part, not mine. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they say all black men uh -huh. cheat. Black men don't cheat. Uh -huh. uh, my important thing was down the line of my children talking to me. She could say all the... I don't think parents realize talking bad about the spouse or the ex is not really a good thing. It's I never talked bad about mm -hmm. my ex-wife to my children at all, period. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I always tell him, that's still your mother. Mm -hmm. She gave you life. Without her, there's no you. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I always that, yep. try to show her that respect as their mother. Regardless mm -hmm. of how I feel about her, mm -hmm. that is still their mother. And they still, because I, if I start not showing respect, they going to start showing respect. And if I don't reel them in, when they do show disrespect uh -huh. and say, look, I don't care. What's going on with your mother? That's still your mother, yep. and you still need to show her the respect as your mother. 
regardless to all that, I don't think a lot of times when we have these conversations on social media and the internet mm-hmm. and all that stuff about relationships that we touch on certain things like we're doing now because mm-hmm. it's always a negative. Exactly. It's always yep. a negative. What, what yep. you going to do for me? How yep. you going yep. you going to buy me this? I think a man should uh-huh. pay for everything and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's not reality. No. The reality no. is a lot of us are a lot of black men. And I'm going to speak for black men cuz I am one. Yeah, I got you. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of us Try to do the right things by our children, mm-hmm. people that we may have had children with, mm-hmm. and the people that we're with. We all yep. want to do the right things. We mm-hmm. all try our best to do the right things. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of people realize how much within a day, and don't get me wrong, a single mother deals with a lot of stuff too. Oh, yeah. But how much oh, yeah. a black man deals with in a day too. We deal with a lot of shit too. Man, every And day, it's never spoken on, but we still try to do the right thing by our children, mm-hmm. by our exes, and by our people that we're pr- currently dating. Mm-hmm. And those things are never really spoken about because, of course, they don't get enough clicks. They don't get enough likes when you talk about the, some of the positive things that we try to do. Mm-hmm. It's always the negative. So, you know, um, I always looked at it like, why would I make it harder for the mother of my child? Because I'm making it harder on my child as well. Right. So that senseless, I'm never going to be an obstacle or hinder anything. And then I had to learn this myself the hard way. And this wasn't even harboring hate towards towards my, t- towards the you know her mother. Right. This was just like some beef. Right. If you continuously hold anger, spite, animosity in your chest for someone. It is going to bring you down. Right. You're going to start looking funny, feeling funny. It's going right. to start raising up your blood pressure. And it's actually... And it makes you, you tired. Yep, it makes you tired. And you're defeating yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you, if you can't handle the situation, you're going to think about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, that's why, I, like I said, I mean, I, I, didn't ha- I don't have any, any hate towards her. If I were to hold on to that, I would take that with me into another relationship. Mm-hmm. And then that's another thing. Like, I start with the clean slate right. i'm single so i'm not gonna base whoever i meet now off the last person right. i don't do no comparison i don't i'm not taking that that baggage or whatever however that ended i'm not mm-hmm. starting this like that uh-huh. this is someone totally new so they but, get they get the uh-huh. that, i'm sorry i didn't mean cause, no, you know, you good. i just want to because you know we we gonna talk uh-huh uh-huh but we try not to do that but we do notice mm-hmm likenesses. Oh, clearly. You get what I'm saying? If we were yeah. in a bad relationship yeah. where we broke mm-hmm. up and we were arguing in the relationship mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. of course we try not to carry mm-hmm. that baggage, but mm-hmm. we damn sure gonna notice mm-hmm. some shit that happened in the last relationship yep. that you doing now. And so, and it's not, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't consider that carrying baggage. I, can, nope. I consider that to be aware. How I'm aware I, uh, of what you're doing. How I address, exactly, right. and how I address that it's a mental note. You know right. what? I'm not going to do the same thing with this person that I just I just got out of there. Right. Right. So now that's a flag that, you know what I'm saying? We're right. we getting to them flags. Flag. That's a red flag. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? That for later. Yeah, you need to go ahead, put the footlocker uniform on like you a referee <laughs> and throw that flag out there on that. But, um, you know, like, if you start out, like I say, like, the, I, I look at this, if I'm talking to you, you could be a seed. I want to plant. Mm-hmm. properly water this this gonna take some time to develop mm-hmm. you know um that's why i'm choosy with who and selective with who i give my energy to right um and a lot of times man i go with the flow you know um and i'm getting to the point where in all that energy and chasing someone nah because i'm to the point where i'm attracted right we're gonna meet you know what i'm saying we're gonna right. bam, attract i'm not running around running around no more mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because 
who else do you have running around? Right. You know, and if you if you with me, you rocking with me, and you want to be for me, you're not necessarily gonna set the hoops on fire. Right. Because you're gonna understand what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is what I should be doing to keep that attention and, and to keep us attracting towards each other. Right. So that's how I'm looking at it at, at this point and stage in the mm -hmm. game of where I'm at. Um. I'm looking at what they present to me. It's all about their conversation and, their, their, and their language. As soon as I meet, because it's trigger words to me, man. I don't care about that. When you ask me where <laughs> I'm from, red flags. Yeah, hey, <laughs> when you ask me where I'm from, right. I'm kind of done with you. Okay. Because what you're going to do is, oh, I'm from there too. Right. Yeah, right. Okay, name streets and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, yeah you're from here, right? You right. know, okay, cool. And now you're in my DMs, you know what I'm saying? But you ain't got no, no cell phone. No right. Way. You oh, FaceTime, okay. things like that. You see what right. I'm saying? She, you know, so, she, I don't think, let me ask you a question. That, that, uh -huh. that, that's a, at some that's dating. Uh -huh. Do you find that the dating pool is infected with that kind? Because I heard a while back someone says, uh -huh. well, they don't even give you their number no more. They just tell you to follow them on Instagram. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> I mean, that's that young, that's young game. Okay. You know, it's cute. It's cute. You know what I'm saying? If that's what you need, if right. that's what you, it, you know, see, what you don't want, is you don't want me to 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 think of you as some prey. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, don't present yourself like that to me. Right, right. Because that's public. Right. And if I decide I'm finna holler at you, I'm gonna take you up through there like that. Right. What you, happens you to the private If I like you uh -huh. and you like me and mm -hmm. we exchange numbers, what's wrong with that? Because we can get to know each other on the intimate terms. Yeah. If I text you, you can ignore the text just like you can the DM. You get what uh -huh, I'm saying? Uh -huh, so there's uh -huh, no difference uh -huh. there. But mm -hmm. if you're telling me to hit you on Instagram. I might not hit you right away because I don't try to be on social media like I'm that. Not a, and I'm I, not going to remember to be like, oh, let me hit her up and see if she want to go on a date on fucking Instagram. I'm like, trying to tell you, man. That shit sounds like I'm intimate, like an application number. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm filling out something We're like, nah, man. We're not getting to know each other that way. Exactly. Really. I'm getting it's, to know you, to me, mm -hmm. the same way everybody else is getting to know you. Yeah. Through these pictures and videos that you're yep. posting. Yep. You're going to talk. And I and I think that that's a, a, a bad way to date. Don't get me wrong. I'm old, so... Yeah, it is that what old. the fuck it is. Now, I, you can't, we got common sense. That's I what that is. I come from the days of having a, uh, a notepad and a pen and walking through the mall getting numbers. Done. Oh, yeah. Clearly that. <laughs> you know, got the little strips of paper in there. Get a little receipt. Write on some. You know, can you write on this napkin? Right. Shit, might right. even have to put it on your hand for a few, you know. Right. But, and I think more guys, and this just me, more black, more black men, uh -huh. when a woman tells you, because I think it'll change the narrative. When a woman tells you, just hit me on Instagram, you say, nah, that's all right. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Because because it uh, not only does it show you show her that I ain't sweating you. Mm -hmm. It also tells them, well, maybe I need to change my. If enough men do it to them, maybe it say, I maybe see, I need to change my narrative and stop telling people to follow me on Instagram if I want to get to know them. Enough men should do it, but they're right. not because they want to see the ass that they right. gonna post. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Yeah. But but see Taking with the cheesecake factory. I'm with. trying to tell you. But see with me. The, when they start being all this in my DMs and hit me on this and this, I'm just saying, look, I don't really do this like this. I'm not on IG like this. I'm not on Facebook like this. If I right. do, it's for some content. You know right. what I'm saying? So you're really not going to get at me like that. Right. And then I'm like, man, you... It's it's like you you making me uncomfortable. I don't want to log in and all that right. just for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ref, I log in when I want to log in. I don't log in for that. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm not I, logging I in some to see business. you sent me a message. Yeah, but I'm not trying to do all the personal right. on that. Right, right. And then here go the flip side. Now, when you intentionally start trying to holler at them on Instagram, then right. you get the cold shoulder. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's what y'all want. Right. You know. 
Right. But I'm I'm always wary of the ones that want to do it through the social media because okay. if we're supposed to be getting in a relationship, this going to be personal. To I need them together. digits. Right. Yeah. You know, I need you texting and I need to hear that voice because right. I don't know who you might be. Right, right, right. I get what you're saying. I just want to throw that out there real quick while we were having that conversation. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me ask you another question as uh -huh. far as when it comes to dating and the dating pool today. Um, do you find that, uh, we talked about, you know, women telling you to hit them on social media or whatever. Do you mm -hmm. find that social media influenced a lot of the thinking of the women out here? Clearly. Today? I don't, I'm not in a dating pool, so I don't mm -hmm. know, but these are mm -hmm. good things to ask because you yep. see a lot of videos yep. on social media about dating and I'm like, is it really like that? Like, is it really like, you know, yeah, does it a is. woman feel like taking her to Cheesecake Factory is beneath her? Like, I'm just asking. Okay, so. Because I know I just spent two, three hundred dollars at Cheesecake uh, Factory easily. Hey, man. Look, <laughs> first of all, um, I will say this. What, what's going on on this, on this social media with the women is like. Some of them are dressing for other women and competing with other women. And I ain't going to lie. I mean, I like that factor in that part of it. <laughs> but um, what we're not going to do is we're not going to sit here and act like that. A man who is trying to actually treat you to something or spend some time with you and court you old fashioned wise like y'all want. And you're going to put dollar signs on it and, and, and run the man up through there because of the amount of what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, like, um. If you high maintenance, then you need to be stating that. Mm. State it from the beginning and tell this man where you want to go. Right. So, so because certain things, when you tell me, I can look at the menu and see what you about and right. know where we're going and where we're headed with this. Right. If I can look down the menu and I'm looking at this right here, $90, this right here is this and that and this. Okay, so what are we trying to prove today? Right. Seriously, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Are your bills paid for for the month? Because this, this meal right here, this, <laughs> these are some bills we got going on. And, um... To me, uh, I don't even really like you trying to throw it out there like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Let's take some steps to even see if you're worth what you're trying to make me do. Right. Because Especially on the first date, right? I mean, right. like, when you a man. We got to build to that, right? It's yeah, like a volcano. Exactly. It's exactly. got a back build and, and yep. a tornado yep. and volcano. It's got a back build. We got to build to that. Now, once we get to that point, mm -hmm. sky's the limit. As far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. but I don't think I'm gonna spend a thousand dollars on the first day nah. off the rip nah. because I don't nah. even know if I'm gonna see you tomorrow. And I don't know, but what if we to the point now that you know I feel like what if I do what you gonna do it too? Then shit. sky's the limit. You get shit what I'm saying? Me, shit me. Okay, so in on that note, right. what I was finna say is I'm throwing new shit out here now. Right. I'm doing new game. Like I want to go to the library with somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Let's take some photos with these books. That's what we're going to do, and we're going to talk, tripping. and we're going we to see if somebody intellectually, and then we can go on a picnic after that or something. Uh, like, but here we go, though. Would you, be able to go to the, would you be able to go to the library with your wife if uh, you're married? Uh, if, if, I was, if I was married, oh, yeah, I would. Okay, so I'm looking for that type of material. Right, right. So a date to the, with the library should be awesome with when her I, when if, I was married, if it's with me. When I was married. We went to library. We thought it was the best thing going. We got that library card. Okay. We okay. checked out like 90 books. Might even show a movie that I, day. Hey, uh, I got a check or some shit. I got a book right now. I ain't took it back to the library. So, but right, man. it was an exciting time to have mm -hmm. our own library card. And I don't know why. Uh -huh. I don't know why. You know, we 20, free books for temporarily free books. Old, and we like, man, we finally got a library card. Like, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. But um, now it's all about also, if I want to do it, and that's what I like doing. That's what I'm going to do. If I show up on your ass with a 
with an electric pencil sharpener <laughs> and some coloring, some some coloring pencils and a coloring book. Right. And that's what I feel like doing. That's what I'm gonna do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, I might bring some flowers that you burn with it mm. and some flowers that you could put in a vase with right, it. Right, right, But right. that's what it's going to be for that night. <laughs> and um, That's how, for the, that's how I'm going to decompress, right? It, hey, well, it's therapeutic. And see, right. that's the point. I want peace now. So it's getting to the point where I'm damn near antisocial because wherever you go, it's always some prejudgment, something sky high, mm. somebody, you know what I'm saying, somebody to, to dampen the mood, something negative. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, man, um, stipulations to things. Mm. What happened is just chilling man and the person that you chilling with is almost like a friend to you mm -hmm. so it's like it's so much respect that when the when the check come i don't even care if it's it's a woman now y'all damn near almost want to fight over it mm -hmm. of course i got it every time you ain't got to ask right but you know what i'm saying it does feel good for a man or to a man for a woman to be like i don't have i got it this time you know what i'm saying you always paying for it like what's right. wrong with you right and i get them i get that you know what i'm right. saying i get right. Right. but why right. are you like this Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm going to stay like that because first and foremost, I got your back. Right. And see, it my relationship be, be friendship really too. to have it for me not to pay for it. Especially, exactly. if, we, especially if we rock it. And then right. I don't even like to show up like, if right. I ain't got it. Right. I, I mean, I, I'll over, if I can overdrive my account to pay for it, I will because exactly. I don't want you to pay for it. I nope. sure don't want you asking for nope. nobody else to pay nope. for it. You get what I'm saying? If we rocking like that. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of a lot of women understand that aspect that if we got it we, and we rocking with you, we gonna do it. We gonna pay for it. it and they, you know what I'm saying? We want to make you happy, but not yep. on the first date. Like it's just not gonna happen on the Man, first date. No. I, don't, I don't think it should happen on the first it, date. Why? Why? You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Now, if I sat up there and I brought a ring to a first date and proposed to somebody, they would be like, "He's a weirdo." Right. So pump your brakes on certain. Why you want me to spend two thousand dollars on you then on the first date? Hey man, I mean, that you, that is the ring right there. Damn damn payment on one of them. Right. If you horn, just say you horn. Basically. And we can hey, work it out. We, that's an way. arrangement. We don't even need to eat. <laughs> Let's business. go. Let's thank you. It's business right, right. here. If you we cut the food out. I might, I might uh, be a, a patron. We can stop at that corner <laughs> liquor store and make a beeline straight to wherever we right, need to be. Right. Might right. not even have to get out the car. Right. But I hey. would do hotel. I'm, if, if you horn and you horn, man, you look, look here, good, man. Though. Find a hey, yeah, but you know. I might do hotel too. <laughs> see, now, like I said, I'm the like. I got. I'm looking for quality now. Right. You know what I'm saying. Not even no quantity. And I'm just, like I say, if 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 I get the right one, I ain't got time or the money for a side chick. Right. Straight up. Not unless she's just free and just jumping all over me, man. And I ain't even, you know, like <laughs> like I say, I try not to do women like that. I give them what they asking for. If you right. want me, that's what you're gonna get. Right. Now, um, we do have people that they like to build these polygamous relationships and things like that. Right, right. And like, right, man, right. I don't really be sharing, man. I'm sorry. You know, uh, say so you a selfish lover. Not necessarily even selfish. It's just if you want that, then be over there. Right. I I get I'm, yeah, well, like, I'm selfish. I you know, I mean, I if it's tagged me. mine, yeah. it's mine. Right, right. Like I ain't got to explain it, and I shouldn't even have to have the selfish or the no no traits of no. You know, no, no, no worrying and stuff like that. Right. Like the last woman I was with, man, I will say, no worries, man. Wherever she said she was gonna be at, that she was gonna be at. That's what she most was of at. the time. That was at home. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. I right. was the one now. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere, doing what I do though. There wasn't, wasn't no infidelity going on. In I was them in them streets. streets. <laughs> well, I was bringing a bag home with it though. You know right. what I'm saying? Some bacon with that. Right. Some, some, right. some groceries. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I came back to the house, so and they got cooked too. Right. But. 
you know, um, like, and that's a cool thing, like, when you can talk about your ex maybe with a smile, man, uh -huh. you know, that means you know both of y'all were doing something kind of right. Right. Because yeah. a lot of times you only hear one side from the dude or you hear yeah. one side from, from the chick. From the girl. And yeah. then if it's bad, then it's like, well, damn, bro, what did you do? Because right. you still mad as hell. So right. when two people be mad, that means both y'all done fucked up or both somebody so, did. Somebody yeah. did something, Yeah, you right. couldn't just be the on the on the receiving end of everything, man. Right. Ain't nobody stupid, you know. So a lot of times some people some people be mad because of all the time they didn't put into and now we here. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, like me, mm -hmm. I was mad for a long time because I just spent twenty five years with you uh -huh. building a relationship and this is what you want to do. So now I'm I'm mad. You get what I'm saying? Now I'm I'm pissed off or bitter, whatever you say. And uh -huh. I'm really pissed off. And oh. and you and she pissed off because I have the nerve to uh -huh. leave or to, to divorce. So now she pissed off. So it could be a uh, uh, something like that, but that that's neither here nor there. Let me ask you another question. Uh huh. Do you think, and this is going to be one of them conspiracy theory questions. Let's go with it. Let's go. I like them. That the prolification of social media uh -huh. and all the talk about black relationships mm -hmm. is done on purpose to keep the yeah. black men and women apart. To keep us separated on so Clearly. so many trivial things that really Clearly. don't that really don't affect us on the everyday. It ain't no conspiracy. I'ma touch on this real quick and okay. then I'ma get back to the social media aspect. Okay. Okay, all that welfare and all that, that's the real deal. That's real deal. You know what I'm saying? Keeping right. that man up out of there for section eight and all these other things and having stipulations of not having a black man in the house, but you gotta have kids and all of that. Yeah, we know that. That that definitely divided. Right, okay, right. now if you wanna go to entertainment, you going from like we'll say the Cosby show, families like that, you know what I'm saying? I looked at that. Those were positive shows. Right. But now if you spin it towards Atlanta Housewives or Love and Hip Hop, what do you get from that? Right. You get people with multiple spouses. You get people fighting when they're upset, even the men and the women fighting each other. So, like, there's no nutrient in that when it comes to a relationship. Mm. All it shows is tolerance for bullshit. And toxic. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And the time frame and schemes be off. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit that they do is so damaging you know what i'm saying mentally and sometimes physically that when they get back to it within the next five minutes after that commercial and it look like everything is cool in real life that shit might take you a month or some change to get over with so it's like you know what i'm saying it's not even given scenarios that you really go through you and and, and if you're trying to create those scenarios you really shouldn't be another thing like we said when i talked on at, at least time and i touched on that um like social media kind of like i would say microwaves the timing okay. fast this fast that right. everybody posting you got a man two months later you don't you see right, what i'm saying right, but you right. were posting you went on a trip with this vacationing with bay you done took him <laughs> shopping you done posted all the gifts right and now all of a sudden they deleted they not know where i done seen someone almost get married within a four-week span and was all gung-ho and you got to live in the spirit of the moment. God guided me. Nature told me to do this and that. And now all of a sudden, you're not with that person. Mm. So, you know, yeah, social media, man, it makes sometimes women anxious. It make or, or men too. It makes, it's, it's, it's a tool to me. It's like it's competition with it. Right. Uh, you know, um, you have one person post that he can have four wives. So the next man got to outdo him. You see what I'm saying? Or you have women showing, look what my man put me through 
And you got another one. Look what my man put me through. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay. Um, so do you think that stirs up the toxicity within the relationship because of the visualizations we see on a constant basis when it comes to relationships? Because, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never heard this conversation about a man paying for everything until social media. Yeah, yeah. You get exactly, what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I've never heard this conversation brought up in my, I'm not going to say my 53 years, but mm -hmm. it, it, even when I was married, even when I was married, and I was married for 25 years, mm -hmm. even when I was married for my wife and her friends at that time, I never heard a conversation about a man paying for everything. So, uh, mm -hmm. like, and, and you get what I'm saying? I've never heard that conversation until so to the advent of social media. So you're right, because I remember talking to married dudes and just talking to dudes dating, right? And you, if you said, man, you paying for everything or something like that, it was that. But see, what social media does is it provides a platform for everyone to give their opinion on it. Mm -hmm. So if everybody see the opinion of, damn, that's what they should be doing, then another guy, well, that's what I need to be doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, you need to be doing what you can afford, and you need to be doing what applies to you and your situation and what your woman requires, what your woman wants, what make your woman happy, what make both of y'all happy. Right. If your woman doesn't require you to pay 50-50, if your woman doesn't require you to pay shit, that's on you. Now, me as a man, I would want to put in something with anyone, even if I was rooming with my cousin and he's a male. If I'm rooming <laughs> with my brother, if I'm right. rooming, if I'm, I'm going to put something on it. That's just how it goes. You earn your keep when it's with me. Right. But now, the way I look at it is if I got a crib and you my woman and you kicking it with me, you with me. You in there with me. Right. Now. If you start trying to paint shit, knock down walls, tell me what to do, tell me how I need to come and go, we're going to have to start making some guidelines and pumping some brakes. Right. Because you only get those type of privileges when you're putting in on something that someone is either benefiting from or someone actually needs. Mm -hmm. If I don't need your money to live how I want to live, you can't really tell me I need to be coming and going. Right. I have to want to be with you anyway. Right Now, I'm the type of person, if you're doing what you need to do and you got that energy that want to keep me around, I'm going to be around. Right. But I... What woman wants somebody around them 24-7? You got to have time with the fellas, <laughs> with the family, with the friends. Yeah. I mean, you know, give me my space because I'm going to give you yours. Right. I will put some money on the table and tell you, go out here and shop, go eat, get your nails done, whatever. Go out there with, your, with, 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 with Cece and go have some fun tonight. Right. It's girls' night out on me. Right. And, and that's how you handle that. Right. Um, but, you know, to mandate mm -hmm. and to put a percentage on, then I'm like, okay, you want to file some taxes on this today, too? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What happens if I don't have the 50-50? Mm -hmm. You see, I don't want to have to incur these type of problems and questions. I, I don't think this financial conversation was ever had before social media. Now, I'm going to be 100% honest. Mm -hmm. I, may, I, may, I may have missed it. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, because when I was married, all my focus was on my children and my wife. Yeah, so, exactly. In school and, and work. Yeah. So I may have missed it, but I just don't remember this financial 50-50 pay-all conversation being had mm -hmm. before social media. I just don't remember it. And maybe it was being had because social media wasn't around. It wasn't public. But I just don't remember it ever being had. So with that being said, now, as a parent, does it make sense for me to tell my daughter, hey, what you need to do is make just enough money so that a guy can go in half with you and y'all can get a house and a car? It's not or even that. 
See, mm-hmm. that's that's what mm-hmm. we that's what mm-hmm. where I think me and you are missing the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not that. Mm-hmm. She gonna make what she gonna make. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she gonna keep what she makes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you gonna pay everything. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a she's still gonna go to work. And oh, she yeah. be making yeah. maybe making a yeah. hundred thousand. Yeah. And you yeah. may be making a hundred and twenty five thousand. Uh-huh. She gonna keep that hundred and you gonna pay everything else. You gonna pay so, off everything. That's that's the conversation okay. that I see is being had. So now the fifty um, fifty part mm-hmm. From what I seen, I'm not trying to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that we that we go down the right conversation. Mm-hmm. The 50-50 part, from what I see on social media, is considered a man being weak. Oh, okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's, okay. let's, let's, okay. let's make okay. sure we, okay. we steer this ship right. Okay. The 50-50 okay. part is not a positive conversation. Yeah, it's talk like, about damn, this. bro, you lowballing or something. Right, you a right. downgrade. If, if we're, Okay. You know, the conversation, mm-hmm. I'll never let my woman pay 50-50. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay it all. That's, oh, okay, or the woman okay. is like, cool, I'll never cool, want to with a man that's uh-huh. paying, want mm-hmm. me to pay 50-50. Mm-hmm. He needs to pay it all. That's the conversation that's being had. Mm-hmm. 50-50 is not, oh, I'm paying my 50-50, you pay yeah, 50-50. 50-50 is not good, good anymore. It's not words, good. That's not where we at no more. Okay. It's all on you as the man to make so, sure her as the woman is good. So here's the thing, right? This is how we're going to break this down. This is how we're going to do this. If I'm single and I'm living by myself, I know exactly how much my upkeep, my intake, everything I got going on for, for survival and being comfortable, I know how much that costs. I have the budget for that, right? Mm-hmm. If I meet you, I don't know what the hell you got going on. Right. I don't know how much you cost, right? How much it costs, what you got going on. I don't know your rent or whether you got a house, car, all this. You got car insurance and all that, right? Now, um, if you got a car that's better than mine, do you expect for me to be paying on your insurance, first of all? Like, what the fuck? Yes, they do. Oh, you do? Okay, well, guess what? <laughs> then I'll be driving that car. Oh, hey. Because my thing is, is this. You coming with what you coming with. Mm-hmm. So and I'm not going to take what you coming with. Right. Because I'm coming with what I'm coming with. And I'm willing to share what I'm coming with. Right. But now, like I said before... I don't know all of the expenses that you have. Some of the expenses that you have, I might not even agree with because right, I might right, have some right. expenses, some habits and some shit that cost me that she ain't going to want to put down on and ain't anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, hold on now. If you're going to take from what I want to get going on but just to pay for the shit you want going on and you making money, we're going to have to throw some flags on the plate. Play I need a whistle with this bitch <laughs> because I'm like this. First of all, I'm never going to take from you. I'm never going to take out your mouth. My job is to provide for both of us, right? But you got to understand, if I don't have it and you my woman, then what kind of woman are you to rag on me, to say about shit, to categorize me with the amount that I make? Right. Now your character is flawed, which is what I can go down characteristics. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) If your character flawed, you're not going to be with me anyway. Right. So, okay, now, if that's how you want to do it, I'm going to take you up through there. And if I'm paying for everything, if I want to kick your kick your ass out, I'm you out and you don't get shit. Oh, you can't do that. Hey, it's gonna get done. It's gonna get done. You, you, what, what you supposed to do? Take now everything you, now I you work for. Take now from you me. Now you kick weak. me see, out. See, my shit. You see the no. narrative, right? You see the narrative, right? Now I see you the weak narrative. For kicking out. Oh, oh, oh no! Everything no that pertains First of all, to us I'm as strong black men for having my own shit. Right, right. Ain't no weakness in that. You got your own house. You got your own car. You got some four way four one k going uh-huh. for you. You got some health insurance going for you. Right. You got your own clothes on your back. You provide your own food. What's weak about that? Hey, it, it, and you and you making sure your daughter is in college right. and gonna be something, be productive in society. What is weak about that? If you judging me by me, my finances, I'm you not for me anyway. You're not able to take care of her too. All that other stuff you saying is elementary. Well, I didn't grow up to <laughs> become a dependent about right now. 
You heard that though. I didn't grow up to become a dependent. Well, hey. It should say, speak highly of yourself and say, I can afford everything I want to for myself without having to get it out of someone else. If my man wants to do that for me and is doing that for me, great. I do not require that of my man. Then you cool. Because I'll pay for everything. But when you demand it, no. Ain't nobody demanding shit. My daughter don't even demand nothing. <laughs> but I think it's the whole narrative of, um, you know, trying to get us to look like ducks. You know what I'm saying? Like we just. Uh, like duck we got just, a beak and feathers. Right. Like so we just, cool. you know, out here chasing after women to make sure that they good while we, while we struggle uh -huh. and suffer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that. That needs to be the case, and that and that in itself divides us on so many levels. It divides mm -hmm. us on so many levels, which then keeps the us from getting together as black men and women. Then it keeps the black family from being together because we're not together. You get what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. I believe a lot of times that that stuff be, is plotted to keep us divided on trivial mm -hmm. things, exactly trivial things. Because if we're together, we we. We all we all gonna want to make sure everything within that dwelling or whatever we have going on is taken care of. So how I start avoiding some of those type of pitfalls mm -hmm. is first of all with me, I'm looking at it like what do I want versus what's available. Right. You know what I'm saying. Also like the person do I, that I'm looking for. Am I do I have a realistic standpoint on what I'm looking for? Like women, if you're looking for someone that. He he, damn near a killer, but he a scholar. You see what I'm saying? Do, the, um, do those? Well, I mean, it could happen. Hey, you know, I'm not gonna knock it. He he he, rich. He tall, dark, and light skinned some kind of way. Got hair and no hair at the same time. Like I'm like, some of these women be looking for unicorns, man. And some dudes do too. Some dudes do. You know too. what I'm saying? Let's so, get it right. Yeah, like you know, or some dudes look specifically. At, for someone to do something to and with, mm -hmm. like they whole intent is, I want I'm gonna get off of her car, mm -hmm. or I'm a I, I just need some head or something. I mean that's just how they do. Right. Um. I've had I've known friends, man. They'll go pick up a chick and drop her off and go get another girl while she at work, you right. know, in their car. So it's it's in like like I say, what is it that you want versus what what's available? Is it realistic? What environment are you in? Mm -hmm. A lot of the times the environment you in gonna make you look for something that that you know that you may not be looking for, but you in there. Like I don't necessarily try to go for women in the club environment, I would say. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I do, I kinda know where that may lead me to. Like uh -huh. now in my mind I know, okay, this is what this could be. Um, oh, another thing about that too is speaking of that, you have um you got that fifty fifty and then you got a one night stand. Like is okay. a one night is a one night stand respectable for women. So now if you a duck because you can't even pay <laughs> fifty fifty, you know what I'm saying, for someone, but you're willing to pay someone, right. what we supposed to think about a woman that'll just drop the draws on the first night. <laughs> now with that that's it can be kind of contradicting you, because that's kicking the ties, man. That's kicking the ties. Well, <laughs> hey, well, yeah. I'm just saying. I've I mean, never had one. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I've never had had a one night stand. I just, I just never had one. It wasn't a, a, a something I was. I, well, for one, I was married, so I can't uh -huh, say. Uh -huh. Maybe if I wasn't married, it would be different. But for me. That just wasn't something that just happened, and I probably wouldn't have did it anyway. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, so I, I think with the new the uh -huh. new 
Well, shit, I'm gonna say with the older one. They don't hey, think that's man. a bad thing. Well, first of all, man, sex is just the, that's the that's the trend nowadays for folks. But once again, that will under relationship that falls under the physical attraction. Right. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, man. First and foremost, I'm saying if you're that, if you're into that, man, just be protect, have protection, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and man, never take anything by force. Just make sure it's consensual. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, man, um, a dude will consider it actually kind of attractive. It ain't necessarily taboo. Right. If a woman come up to you and, and this is what she want, you're gonna be like, okay, she she go for what she right. like, you know. She's strong. Because she, clearly yeah. you're not gonna be like, oh god damn man, she want me. Man, she she went with me on the first night. <laughs> the hell wrong with it, lady. You know what I'm saying? You damn nigga gonna toot your horn on right. that. So you know, but you now damn skiffy. <laughs> but but now it's a difference if she in the club with you on the first night, then you see her on, with somebody else. On the first on the, night, you see on what I'm saying? On the second night. Hey, you know, now it's like, damn, that is what it is. You see what I'm saying? It ain't should, no, it ain't no chemistry. A, shouldn't you take a, a, a first night or one night stand it, it as is what it is? Yeah. Uh, I mean, mentally, but if you should, exchanging should you some numbers no, and it's good, you know you're going to want more. Right, but should so, you not put no... Uh, no, no, no expectations on, on it. Thing. You should not put no expectations on that thing. Uh, it just man. is what it is. Well, like if you if you one night saying she fine as hell and she decided to give you some of that shit, you just gotta I, take that shit and keep man, it rolling. No, I ain't even gonna lie, man. First of all, if it's a one night stand with me, she gonna be looking gorgeous, right. and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put some on her so that it ain't gonna be a one night stand. Right, right. We always gonna try so, to make her want to come back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's gonna be that. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? That hit we'll back. Put that comeback on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do, do, do. They be texting but me. Be careful because she might be doing the same thing. She might be putting that comeback hey, on you. And which comeback is better? Shit. <laughs> if I'm coming back, then yeah, that's some good shit there. You know what I'm saying? I can't deny that. <laughs> Definitely ain't gonna deny that. Right, yeah. right, ain't nothing right. like a good comeback. <laughs> shit. I have you on speed dial. We might be able to make appointments with that. Right, right, right. But so we had to decide which comeback is better. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, man, I use my wisdom now. You know, I mean, I'm not necessarily with all that. But, hey, you know, sometimes it happens. It happens. It can sometimes, happen. Sometimes it has. Sometimes it's the girl that you've been looking at, been wanting, man. Right. She ain't even know. And right. she just, she okay, let's say, go I, do this. Right. She actually said, well, you should have been told me that. Okay. Well, now you know. That's the thing. <laughs> you don't know from here on out. Best believe me. Shit me. You're going to know it was missed before I had Six. it. Slick say you don't treat or, or uh, you don't sleep or treat everyone the same. Slick, that's some good advice right, right there. That's dope advice. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna yeah. log that one away. <laughs> you I, you I'm sleep with everybody the world thinking about that. <laughs> you sleep with everybody different. You don't put the same things on everybody. No, you're absolutely right, man. Because right. if it's like if I'm if I'm to the point where I'm like, hmm, you know, she's looking good today. But two months from now, I'm gonna be tired of this look. I might, I might give a seventy-five percent. Right, hey fellas, you don't, you don't blow on the ass at, right off the oh, get-go. Oh no, ain't gonna be no blowing in the <laughs> ass on, on none, none, no percentage. Man, you know, but, <laughs> but you know, hey man, she might get beat into the pillow. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you might even have to pull that back a little bit. Of course, yeah, right, I've had right, to do that a couple right. of times. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, but it was for my my own good. Your own protection, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, you don't want no stalkers. Yeah. So, with that being said, um, requirements. Mm. I have my requirements. First of all, um, are not expectations. So, a requirement, man, is communication. Um. I do like attractive women. Um, 
respectful. Uh, you know, um, other than that, some time. Because everything else, we're going to work out right. with the time. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, if I don't have your attention and your time, then we're not going to build as much anyway because somebody else got it. So, right. I mean, you know, you're really kind of helping me. Mm-hmm. Um, time is a big stickler with me because your, your truth going to be revealed in the time. Mm-hmm. So with that time, I can definitely tell your characteristics. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're going to be punctual, whether you're compassionate, whether you're loyal, are you angry all the time, man? You know, or even if you even want to spend some time with me. That's exactly. the question. If I always got to come to you and ask you about spending time or mm-hmm. come to you and, uh, you know, every time I come to you yep. about spending time, you always got something else going on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not the priority or mm-hmm. I'm not one of the most important. Pre- now, if you come to me and say, and I said we want to spend some time. You like, oh, I gotta get my 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 son today. Or I gotta get my daughter today. That's different. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if yeah. uh, even if yeah. I, with my age, if they say I gotta get my granddaughter today or my grandson today, that's different. Uh-huh. I'm gonna slide on out the way because uh-huh. you get what I'm saying. That's that's family. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah. always important. But if you come to me and say, well, I gotta go out with my girls and my me and my girls going uh-huh. somewhere today, mm-hmm. then it's gonna be well, f- I don't give a fuck about them. So with that, I have reciprocation with the initiation mm-hmm. if i'm initiating everything all the time then you need you need to reciprocate start right. initiating some things because now i have seen a dynamic that's one-sided and i know women don't like it i know women don't like every time they it's time to go somewhere they always got to think of it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I always got to purchase the tickets I always got to set aside the time on the calendar right clearly they want to hey babe um you know what i'm saying set aside the 15th this is what we're gonna go this is what we're gonna do i already got the tickets they want some of that you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so um that's initiative or they want that just send a location and show up mm-hmm. or they want they come home and they see an outfit on the bed and you like man i'm already dressed ready to go i could wait on you though mm-hmm. you know things like that um but like i say I would like some initiation sometimes, too. I might be tired as hell and ain't even thinking about nothing. Coming home like what it is what it is. And next thing you know, like, hey, put this on. We're going to hear tonight. Right. Cool. I ain't have to ask you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes that goes with, with intimacy as well. You know what I'm saying? Or like. Um, some, I think a lot of times we're we talking about intimacy. Mm-hmm. I think. And I'm not sure. I'm not going to say all women because I don't know all women. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I think it gets misconstrued that in- intimacy is always sexual. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. us as men, we don't necessarily want sex every time. But we no. do want to rub up on you a little bit. We do want to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we mm-hmm. do want to touch mm-hmm. you a couple of places a little bit. Mm-hmm. We might just want to give you head, get up, and walk away. You get what I'm saying? It don't necessarily have to be intercourse. Mm-hmm. In order for it to be intimate, if I'm touching and rubbing on you in all the, in all the right places that I like to rub on you and get up and walk away, I might be good for the night. Man, I be in that bitch sculpting when they cook, and I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, you know, they fall back some. But, yeah, I mean, first of all, the female anatomy is definitely to be admired. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm giving them that time and attention. Miss Mitchell, I say, y'all do know. The first sex up is an audition. Y'all oh, better, oh y'all better nail me to okay. the cross. <laughs> she said, y'all better show out. <laughs> you try to tell her to show out, Miss Miss Knight, on the first on the first audition. Nail her to the cross. Surely <laughs> will. Hey man, you might but have to take a break. A, that's the same thing as you said. Uh, you might uh, slam her in the pillow, <laughs> hey. into the mattress, like you pound her to the mattress. <laughs> All I'ma say is, don't press charges when them blue lights show up. <laughs> So they're going to hear some screaming. <laughs> the neighbor's going to know my name. I'm telling you, he hit you with that Maxwell. It did hit you. Then the cops come knocking in that Trey songs, bro. Right, right, 
Right. And the Slick say, uh, grown women will treat you, wine you, dine you, if you treat her the same. Clearly. Grown women. See, yeah. I guess that's the, yeah. that's yeah. the narrative. Yeah. That's the that's the caveat. Grown women. Well, see. What's the grown women age? What age do you think a woman becomes man, uh, okay, mentally so, mature? So I've literally had conversation and go out on dates with women past 47. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I think those are mature grown women. I like them. I don't call them cougars, man. You know what I'm saying? But um, I can say that not all of them have it figured out of what they want. Right, you know, right. they want a relationship, but they're not going to commit because of so long of an experience and a gap from something that's serious that they feel like, no. You know, mm -hmm. and then who wants to marry somebody that's damn near halfway a corpse right. with a bald head and shriveled up and shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just God, saying. Damn. Hey, you got to take care of yourself when you get to be a certain age. Man. Right, right, I understand right. that. Like, I'm trying to look presentable for women. Like, that's why I go up when I was talking about relationship where I was like, okay, my expectation got to be realistic as what I'm presenting to. Right. Like, we consider this, I guess, what we would say bait or right. particular, like, you know what I'm saying? Look, I'd be like, man, look at yourself in the mirror, bro. You think right. somebody want that shit, man, you know? Right. So I got to look at myself, dude. You know, I mean. Dressing nice is in a very smelling important nice. thing. It's smelling nice. Good. That hygiene. And you don't even know what? Sometimes you don't even have to dress nice. If you smell nice. Look, I'd have been in Walmart in pajamas and Ugg shoes before. Man. And my glasses on and I smelled decent because I probably took a shot or whatever. Uh-huh. It got the eye. You get what I'm saying? So it's uh -huh. not necessarily dressing nice. It's just, uh -huh. oh, I guess it's all, pretend, uh, it's all about the environment you're in. But mm. you damn sure got to stink good. Hey, man. My uncle used to always tell me. Nigga, yeah, you better hey. stink good. All I'm saying, <laughs> when I'm bumming, I'm nicer than a motherfucker. I'm opening doors, yes, ma'am, all this and that. Yup, 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 yup. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but I have to compensate for that. Because right. like I say, I like to present myself in the best way that I possibly can. Uh -huh. So I know sometimes if I done did some landscaping, man, and I smell like I've been dipped in snuff and shit, and I got dingy dirt on my stuff. First of all, I'm not. I'm trying to really be lying home. But if I got to go to a gas station or stop by the Kroger, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying, give me some wheat bread and some veggies and some fruit or something. Right. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be cordial and polite right. cuz i know i look but like, you a working man though yeah, that that's works they, a lot they, of times they, they do they should see but, and, oh damn that nigga got a job oh no 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 i heard <laughs> i heard working some some types of jobs don't work no more now oh yeah, you know? oh, yeah hey man miss lot says you got to show out she uh -huh. says mature women don't play slick mm -hmm. says that half ass fuck might get you from the ross <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> see you know now my half my half might be like like a goat to some folks now. You know what I'm saying? I'm never finna be shabby Say now. my half hey, be I got a reputation hold. to a Thank you. Thank you now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you say, it's, it's a different one for different folks. You right. know, some folks don't want that stroke like that because they're not necessarily freaked out like that. Right. You know, you've been there scared of them and now you can't get it no more because you'd be like, you take a long time and shit like that. You know, oh, okay. what, what Eddie Murphy say? When you hear that, ooh, oh, yeah, yeah. I got this motherfucker. But legs start shaking, <laughs> yeah. sweating, eyes rolling in the back of their head. Man, I was like, is this an exorcism in this bitch or what? Do I need a priest and some rosaries? <laughs> or do we need to keep going? Right. What's Miss <laughs> Mixelot say? Nail her to the cross. To that cross, man. Yeah, so Miss Mixelot wanted biblical in this bitch. Yeah, but you be screaming Jesus she too if you want to. She want the exorcist. Hey man, you can have the the, the gate the red Gatorade and all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, okay, now one thing about it. Now, a lot of y'all can't fuck. 
a lot of them later, bro. I'm telling you, it's like I might as well check Who in the Planet Fitness because I'm, I'm working out today. It's like a corpse or a mannequin or some shit. Who but, the fuck want to fuck a dead fish? But I make sure they look good enough then for me, my motion to do 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 what it and, need to do. But hey, I, and we are gonna go back to the um, the job thing real quick. But uh -huh. I don't think women realize how much a visual we uh, we are visual men. Men yeah, are visual, yeah. and we when we look down at a fine motherfucker beneath us while we fucking, oh, yeah. it's, the, it's the most turn on thing you can. You can you know, flip flies at fries at McDonald's, right? Man, you looking good and you got the right vibe, though. Right. Now, look here. See, I'm not going to judge your mentality and I'm not going to judge your character by the job that you have. Mm -hmm. But now I will judge you if you show up at that bitch late. I'm like, damn, you showing up late at McDonald's. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's a part of the characteristic I don't like. You got a job. I like that. Okay, yeah. Ba okay, judging a woman based off how she handles her finances and credit. I'm not going to judge you based off how you handle your money. I just might not fuck with you based off how you handle your money. You can handle your money however the hell you want to. Right. If I don't agree with you, I'm not going to judge you on it. I'm not going to link with you on that. Mm -hmm. Or I might say, baby, slow down on that because I got a shopping habit too. Right. We like fiends online with this bitch. Right. Somebody got to stop or we're going to be I'm, fresh I'm, as hell homeless. I'm terrible with shopping. I'm a, if I see it, I'm goddamn going to get it. Yeah. Uh huh. So, yeah. Mm. So, well, okay. Now that's a practice what you preach, and that's one of them things that I was saying. Now, if you're gonna have a requirement for someone, you need to be able to match that requirement. Right. So my thing is, is this: if if you wear shit like. I'm not even going to say what you wear. If you shopping out of, you don't shop out department stores. If you shopping at, if you, you, you going to get your, your, your fit from Dollar General or some shit like that. Do, if you want to holler at that lady that by Dior, that's your right to. Mm. But don't think that it's going to work out right unless she like you physically. Because the financial part, if you don't have the money to support that Dior, you're going to have some problems. But then you can't blame her because that's what she been rocking. And you came out the Dollar General. She didn't. Right. So you have some reality. And then I can't call her a sedity or, or a high maintenance if she's that's her lifestyle. And that's what she's always You see what I'm saying? Doing. I got to either elevate to it or be somebody she want to be with regardless of if that's her lifestyle. Is she like my lifestyle? Right. It, even if it ain't hers. That's when your game come in. That's what, who you are, your pride, your confidence, what you can do, what you bring to the table. Shit, if I don't bring no money, I'll bring a hammer, nails, and the table. I'll make that motherfucking table for you then. <laughs> now, you ain't got to spend no money on it. What's up? Right. You see what I'm saying? Now, if they, if they value that, you in there. If they like, nah, I want the man that's going to buy the table. Okay, cool. When the man buy the table and your table break, you can call me and I'll fix that bitch. <laughs> or, or you can go buy another one. Right. But at some point... When does it make sense to get someone that can provide more than just the finances? Can they, right. you know, because if that's all you hiding behind, what can you do? Right. Let me ask you, we're going to go back to the, mm -hmm. you were saying certain jobs don't qualify. No oh, more. shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, okay. we're gonna, let's touch on that a little bit before we get the black history fact yeah. and get up out of here. But okay. what, 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 as, as far as, the, what, what do you see? Um, as a job not qualified, like like you say, you go to Walmart, you got your landscaping on, uh -huh. and you go to Kroger, mm -hmm. I, and I'm saying, mm -hmm. oh well, shit, she might say she got a job. You like some jobs don't qualify. So they say, depending on what age you are, you can't be bagging groceries. Okay. Only reason why I agree with that, 
to a degree. I'm not going to say you're less of a man, though. See, I'm not going to say me. The reason why I wouldn't be bagging groceries right. is because the average person bagging groceries is way younger than me. Right. And that ain't no future in that. You see what I'm saying? Right. I like to do things that have a future to it. But now if you bag well, groceries, we all bag. I'm not. Yeah, now, when we, go. Say, we, we all bag groceries. Go, I'm not going to be like, I don't fuck with lab because lab bag groceries. <laughs> because guess what? Groceries. If lab bag groceries, but my man going to come scoop me at 715 on time. Right. That's a cool ass guy to me. He right. got some t- characteristics. I could rock with Lab. I might do business with Lab. Right, right. But now, if Lab on on a Fortune 500 company and is a billionaire, and I'm like, hey, Lab, I need you to show up at 7.15, and it's 9.15, and I ain't even heard from you, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Lab's characteristics ain't on my level. I don't like that. Right. Regardless of whether you got money, you're not getting a pass for that. Right. So, okay, they've also said stuff like um, working in department store. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Or working at, like, like a shoe store and things like that. And I'm like, look, man, at some point, give a person the respect to know you don't know what they've been through at that point. Exactly. What if they just exactly. lost someone or they 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 going through something, traumatic experience, had to move at the drop That's of a sick. dime, got fired for something that they didn't do and had to pick up something because they got some pride and want to make some money, don't want to rob your ass or don't feel like necessarily peddling death to society. You, you'll fuck with somebody that sell major dope, but somebody that might clock in, you gonna trip on. Y'all really be tripping. You'll fuck with the robbing crew, dude, but the dude that sit up here and got a UPS job, you talking shit about him. And the hey, funny UPS thing qualifies is, though. UPS yeah, it, qualifies now. It, I know it do. It qualifies. But you as a can good drive job, a truck man. and make a lot of money. And here go the thing though. You can work at UPS, right? If you motherfucker, if you if you pretty much pound that clock, you gonna make some some money. Right. And it's not it's not what you making. Sometimes it's what you do with it. If you got fifty thousand dollars, but you spend forty nine thousand and five hundred, and I got a rack and I spend two hundred, I got more. Right. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes it's what you're doing. Okay, I used to say it like this. Man, that guy that got that Mercedes Benz from whatever job that you like just drove past you and got three, four, five other women. That dude that just got off at Kroger riding a bus to get to your ass, that nigga really love you. Right, because he's doing whatever it takes to make yeah, sure you Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's exposing the fact that he's he work at Kroger. He on my, he bearing it. He bearing his all to you. Now, when you reject that, how y'all think y'all making men feel? Right. Uh, Miss Mixon, I say y'all are hilarious. Y'all got Driz in there on the sideline talking about women ain't making no noise in the bedroom. In all honesty, you show people how to please you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and that's one other thing that I was going to say to the <laughs> women, man. Um, First of all, I be aiming to please. But I'm not a psychic and I'm not a mind reader, man. Oh, Sometimes oh, if you want to oh. be treated a certain way, say that shit. Just communicate hey, with it. Communication give a, you know, about sex is a yeah, big thing. Yeah, you know, I give think, some hints. Right, because, man, I said this shit before. If I don't know what you like and mm-hmm. you don't tell me, if I'm if I'm giving you head and I'm on the left side and you really like it on the right side, how the fuck am I supposed to know? Hey, man, you better let you me gotta know. You got to tell me. You got to yeah. say, hey, baby, yeah. go on the right side. Compared to whom now? The toys. The toys? Oh, man, no. So here's the thing. No, women ain't necessarily crazy enough to compare you to a toy, but they will make your ass use one, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm perfectly fine with that. Whatever it takes to get you off, as long as you're not using it on me, we can do something <laughs> with you. You know what I'm saying? But Boys, the, if you want it, go for it, I man. I think the communication part in the bedroom is a very, really thing. We have a conversation about sex, and you say to me, 
you know, I like it a little bit slower. Nah, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Or I yeah. like it. Yeah. I like yeah. you to think, cool. I like you to give me here ten minutes longer mm-hmm. than what you did. Uh-huh. I know, but I'm not gonna know because to be honest with you, I said this before. The noises you making, we think you liking it. Well, if you moaning and, and and whatever, we think you like it. I mean that that's what we think of moaning is now. If you having a unless it's painful, but if so, you having a moaning, you giving us moans. We like hell yeah, she like now, it. But afterwards, if you say to me, I didn't like that shit on the left side. I like that shit on the right side. Then I know for next time. So you really gonna be moaning next time. So that's where the love language come in and intimacy come in because like when you're particularly intimate with some women, you can feel heat. You can feel a vibration here and there. You can mm. feel that little vein jump. So you know what you're doing right. is working. You know what I'm saying? They got to say shit. Slick, you mean, you hot as the hell. moans and groans. But you know what, Slick? Sometimes the moans and groans sound exactly the fucking same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it might be a sign between that. But that's okay. I mean, you right. know, at some point, somebody going to get theirs. Right. Now, what I will say is I can do some things that I know you're feeling and I know you like. You know what I'm saying? But it would just help if you say it because, like, right. I'm not finna fake you. You know what right. I'm saying? It, I'm going to be like, yep, right there. Yep, like that. Keep going. You might want to do this. Try this. Let's, right. let's do this. Do I need to introduce you to a porn or something right. like that? Whatever it takes right. for y'all to get what you want going on. But once again now, sometimes. I want us all to have fun. Exactly. I want That's it to point. be fun. I mean, I it, it, it ain't for just time. me. I don't want no fucking time limit on it. Yeah, it's pleasure. I don't want none of that. If it takes five minutes, it's five minutes. But yeah, if it takes yeah, longer, it takes yeah. longer. It all yeah. depends on the vibe that we're in. We... Yeah. God damn it, if you got me, if you in the tank top and some shorts uh-huh. and you got some nice tits and ass and I'm all heat up and bothered, it might only take five fucking minutes. Well. But then once I'm in it and I'm thinking five minutes to myself and that shit start feeling good, it might be 45 minutes later. It just depends. It just. So with me, man, I like, I'm romantic. So I just be trying to take the romance route. But, you know, it's love language. It's. Right. Following a lead sometimes. Sometimes the man might have to be dominant. Sometimes a woman like the lead, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can, you can. Women say that shit, but if they are a, if they are a dominant woman mm-hmm. in general, just in life, mm-hmm. she don't want you to be dominant. She always yeah, you say, can't cave, man. She, she always say you want. I need you to take lead, but when you start taking lead, she start directing you to, to the other lead. So it's well, like, why bother? Because uh-huh. you're so used to being dominant in the relationship anyway. Mm-hmm. You, Me trying to take over the lead of the relationship is only going to lead to friction because I'm going to get frustrated because you always telling me the way I need to do it. So, so now, that's the one thing. The bedroom can't be no place of no confusion and no, 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 you know, animosity and bartering. Sh- like, like, that's a place of pleasure, man. Like, if you don't know what you want... Talk about it so you can work it out, especially if you've invested some time with this person. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, if it's kind of your friend, you can be like, you know what, man, this ain't never been done. Can, can we try that? But, I, and you're right, Drew. women, I don't know. If, I don't know if they'll tell you right. I'm not gonna say all women won't do it, um, but I think most women won't tell you what they like in the bed. They'll tell you if you ask. They'll tell you what they don't well, like. Do you think so? Uh, they'll so definitely tell you what they putting it together. With, but let mm-hmm. me ask you a question mm-hmm. though: If you just come out and say, man. I heard you moaning. Like they said, I heard you moaning and groaning. Did uh-huh. you really like that? Uh-huh. Do you think they will tell you because they don't want to hurt your feelings? Or do you think they'll just fight out, just tell you, no, I well, really like that. I really like this. So with me, I'm not going to ask about my performance. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I heard you moaning and nothing like that. Um, usually, I'm going to be honest with you. If you're doing good, they're going to they gonna let you know. 
or the way that they rest and the way that they act and the parched and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You get up immediately and do something. They try to grab you back in the bed. Like, where you going? Like, there are signs, there are telltale signs of whether you bombed out or whether you gave them some bomb dick. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get compliments then and there. You get a woo. Oh, I didn't Ms. expect Mislai that. Miss Mislai say, mature women going to tell you. Exactly. Uh, Slick say, uh, if we fake squirting on you, that's it. A good five minutes can save your life. <laughs> a fake squirt. Now, now I guess that's P. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you should have taken care of that at all. But but, but you ain't going to lead up like to, to no fakeness with that. Like uh, The yellow one it is, the more P it is. So, and then my thing is, is too. Burgundy, that's goddamn P. And she dehydrated. By now, this is another thing, though. And, and as men and women... By now, you should know how, a, if you're a woman, by you should know by how a man touch your body, how he's operating, how he try to lay you down, the things he's saying, the music he's doing, the environment he's setting up, whether or not this man going to know what he's doing. Because I know what some women, whether or not they know what they're doing, you know, when they step in there with me. So it's, it's kind of like, I mean, come on, if you aiming to please, you're going to do some little extra things or you, you, you're going to, you're going to try. Yeah. Well, I don't think, well, to me, I don't compete. Like I said, I'm in here to try to make sure you get yours. So it's not a competition. It's a, let's make sure we get this right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Miss Bissellot, it can't, I don't know how it could be fake squirt and not pee, but some men probably think they got them squirt. Hey, well, and you that know, it's, it's dark yellow. It hasn't happened to me. So, uh, it has, what, squirting? I mean, not no peeing and all that shit. <laughs> Well, I don't want you squirting on me. Man, Keep that here. shit to yourself. <laughs> Just like I don't if, want you giving me no sloppy head. If, Keep that shit to so here's the thing. your spit as much as possible. No, yeah, I don't need all that. Just give me the regular yeah, I don't, head I don't, I don't. Yeah, But I don't yeah. want you spitting and all that shit. Yeah, we me. not. We now not. you disrespecting me. Yeah, we not. We not. We not triple Xing in this thing. We not making no dirt. No, I'm not spitting on you. None of that shit. I'm not peeing on you. Right. I'm not defecating on you. Nothing that you, nothing deemed disrespectful. As a matter of fact, it's going to be all within the realms of what you desire. Slick say it's all Pete. <laughs> hey, man, you know. I say, no, it's not. But look, let me tell y'all something. I don't think these conversations, men and relationships are had that much. We always say what the women don't want and don't yeah, like. Yeah. And then you might hear a man say something every now and then. But, uh, Man, I think this was a, we had a great conversation today. We need to do this a little bit more. I'll give a man's perspective, especially someone that's dating, uh-huh. that yeah. is trying to date uh-huh. in this current mm-hmm. pool of dating. It's, it's, it's interesting, some of the things you just said today, because as a person who's not in the dating field, someone who's not in the dating field, mm-hmm. it's interesting to know what's going on out there uh, because... Uh-huh. It, it seems like it's toxic to me from well, what I see on, on social media. It's going to be toxic if you're into toxic things. Right. I always approach women in situations with a, a level of respect, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. And I don't make my ex I don't put my expectations on them. Clearly I'm going to expect to be treated properly. Right. But I'm not going to like get down on myself because you didn't meet what I'm thinking, you right. know what I'm saying, I'm deserving, then I'm just going to fall back. I'm going to put distance in myself because the first thing that I'm going to tell a young lady is, look, man, I, I'm not here to waste your time. I'm not here to to involve your feelings and hurt them uh-huh. if I feel like you're not for me. 
Right, right, right. Or or if if I'm realizing you can look good, but I don't like a lot of things that you have going on. Right. Then there goes the problem of this. Then I'm going to ask you, look, what do you want? You trying to if you don't want a commitment, I still may talk to you a little bit because yeah, I'm a man and you look good. Right. So w- w- you know, that, that but now honesty is the best. Policy. Thank you. But now, if you're like, well, this is what I'm going to want for you, from you, and if we do this, I'm going to want you by myself, then if you look good, like I say, I'll fall back on the physical for a second, because, uh, uh, meaning the intimacy part. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, physically I know I'm attracted to you, mm-hmm. you so now I'm going to see what your mentality is like a little bit, and mm-hmm. some of your characteristics, and then we can go from there. But if the characteristics ain't all that, and by some chance you decide you want to get intimate while I'm figuring this out... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take you up through there. I'm just going to say, before it gets serious, let's fall back. Let me ask you a question. Uh Five things that you give me five things in dating that you look for in a woman. Mm -hmm. There's five characteristics that you're looking for. Uh And out of those five, which two you can't, you can, they can't, they cannot have and you be okay with. Just oh, five. Okay, I know you okay, probably that, got a long list yeah, of yeah, them, yeah, and then we're going to go to the black history but, fact, but, but yeah, just give me five though. of them that you that you will want them to have, uh-huh. and two out of those five that you probably can do without. Well, first of all, one thing I learned, I had to shorten my list, because if I have a super long list, that, that's hindering myself anyway. Right, okay. Um, that means I got too many hands. So we're going to shorten it to five. Yeah, five, okay. One of them, they're going to definitely have to be loyal. Okay. Uh, two of them, they definitely... All right, now look saying that's considered that's not considered a characteristic to you, is it? We're gonna go with it. Okay, they gotta look good to me because I'm not finna argue, I'm not finna barter, I'm not gonna be halfway controlled by something that don't look attractive to me. Okay, punctual. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're punctual, I can depend on you to a particular degree. Mm-hmm. And that means at least um you're not gonna waste my time and I'm not gonna waste yours. Uh compassionate. Mm-hmm. Um and affectionate. Okay, and right. which two can you not deal with and still be okay with that with that woman dating her and, and building a relationship with her? I can kind of deal with the if you're not necessarily not, compassionate. Okay, because I've dealt with women before that are kind of cold hearted, but you're affectionate. You know, okay, so you can show me some affection kind of without the compassion. And what I mean, compassion is is this. Clearly, they don't want to see me in harm's way, but let's just say something like I may have sat on my glasses and broke them, and I really like that favorite pair. Right, and they're gonna be like, "Just get you a new pair." You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They're not gonna baby me on that shit. Right, That's what right. I mean. So I can deal without that. Um, and like I said, um. Uh, the the compassionate one and punctuality to a degree because if you don't necessarily show up on time but you loyal to me you showing me some affection you know what I'm Slick saying say you're a real stickler about I, time I can I can handle it yeah I'm a stickler about time but guess what people don't always show up on time and certain things can actually happen to make you not show up on time. So why would I let punctuality be a deal breaker when you might actually have a legitimate excuse as to why? Okay. 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 So that them, them the two I can deal without. I'm going to let Driz holler his three across the mic real quick. Okay. You give me yep. five Driz and two you can deal without just real quick. And then we're going to go to black history facts. Since you've been yep. talking and, in the background. And we can name his five if y'all can't hear him. Right. He says she got to think about finances. What else? That's kind of dope. Um, you know, teach me some shit and we teach each other when it comes to finances in this black community. Um, health. Mm-hmm. Health. Okay. He said health. Health conscientious. She has to understand that God runs the show. God runs the show. Spiritually. Spiritually, yep. She 
That's three. That's three. Uh-huh. Two more. She got to be able to get on her bendo and on her knees. She got to have good fucking knees. Oh, what's okay. Knees I know for? where this is going. What's the knees good for? knees. She got to be able to bend down and have good knees. All right. So that's definitely going to be in the physical and the intimacy department. Yeah. You can make moves when you can bend knees flexible. Yeah. I should have put that one up. I kind of like that. Well, you know well, well I need to understand what he's meaning by it. See, I know that. Okay. I, I know well, what well, that means. Because I'd be like, hey, let's go to the gym. Yeah. Again, being, yeah, yeah. Stretch. Stretch. See if, stretch. Okay. Okay. One more. One more. Um, okay. okay. Have goals. Okay. All right. Okay, and uh-huh. two of them that you can deal without. That bad, you th- bad knees. Okay. He can deal without the bad knees. <laughs> was, All right, I got you, I got you. Um, okay. Okay, she understand that, okay, that God is real and, and she's a sinner. You know, you can fuck up, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you're going to fuck up. Okay. You know, I don't expect you to uh-huh. be T.D. Jakes over here. Okay, okay. 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 So okay. You, you're, you're allowed to make some mistakes with yeah, your spirituality, yeah, you're, 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 basically. You're so, okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, got gotcha. We like those. Yeah. Uh, black History Fact, Black History Fact. Yeah. Well, we're done with y'all for today. So, this has been a great show. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, those has thrown on us today. Shata. Hey, <laughs> I'm always for my people, man. Right, right, right. You know, historically, we have done some wonderful things. But this is actually kind of current, you know, as far as this young lady, well, this lady's lifespan. First of all, I want to shine and shed some light on Patricia Bath, okay, and that's B-A-T-H, like Bath. Uh, She was born November 4th, 1942 in New York City, and sadly, she passed away May 30th, 2019. So with that being said, this was, you know, kind of recently. And um, she, like I was explaining before, uh, you know, to lab, she was a first of many things, um, and first and foremost, she was uh, an ophthalmologist and a humanitarian and the first female member of the Jules Stein Eye Institute, mm. okay? Now, and she was also one of the first to lead a postgraduate training program in ophthalmology, mm. uh, a first woman elected to the staff of the UCLA Medical Center, mm. and this is a game changer and um, real admirable of her. But she was the first to secure about five patents for medical purposes. And with that, she was able to found a nonprofit American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness. Mm. And uh, she opened that up in Washington, D.C. So I think that's very detrimental to to have a nonprofit organization that's trying to prevent blindness because that can hit you at any age. Young, you know, you can get, as we get older, we can have cataracts, glaucoma, and things like that. So just to see, you know, someone breaking ground and, you know, making waves and ophthalmology is dope to me. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate that here, man. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be here next Monday at 8. Dosed up. If you want to get at me, you can check me out on Facebook. My IG is at MedicAGD. And peace out. Appreciate it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Grams of leaders of CC's pan. Close, close, close.
Post and count them close up Pounds of the leaders of the Rams Get your dough stuck Cut this up and post up And get dough stuck This for them voted like the move and make the most of Monday night at 8 I can't wait to set you straight These opinions and debates For them folks that can't relate I got to elevate your mind through these signs of the time Dishing out that medication for that Delta on the blind And I ain't hard to find You can catch me in them trenches I do the groundwork and I ain't waiting on no sense I be touching on them topics Politicians fail to 